guys. Welcome back. How exciting is this? We have our first guest here today on the, but on her podcast. Um, I love the first one that we recorded. Um, and I'm really psyched to announce that we have the Betsy Flint with us today. Everybody, let's give her a round of applause. Thanks for having me. Okay, well, let's start. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, cool. I don't even know where to start. I'm just really excited about the fact that I have you here. Yeah. First guest. Be here. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I think the biggest thing that I'm interested in hearing more about you is, you know, obviously you're um, going for the Olympics. Your mother and Cora just turned two, right? Turning two tomorrow. Turning two tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, happy, birthday. happy birthday. Yeah. Um, and you had the birthday this weekend. We did. Had a great party. Had her friends come by. Dana stopped by. Captured an amazing moment. If you Thank haven't you. seen Cora get flowers from her best friend, it's the cutest thing ever. Yeah. Oh, so they were so cute together. She got so psyched. She immediately ran over and was just cheering. And she was, I mean, you got to look at her, look at the video, her face. She was just like, oh. And then she goes, thank you, thank you, oh, in so sign sweet. language. Sweet. It was really awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's it's kind of like, you know, there's not many female athletes, I feel like, that are in your position as far as being this mother, you know, going for the Olympics. And, um, yeah, it's just kind of, we kind of want to hear more about your story and, like, how you've gotten here and um, more or less, like, what it is, what's it like balancing life, like, as, you know, this mother and this professional athlete and, wife and all of that in between yeah that's a loaded question i know it There's is yeah we can we can, we can uh <laughs> we can start small so like okay being a mom how has that like changed your life so much yeah like, I, there are no words for it it's yeah. amazing and so hard um but it's definitely changed my perspective as an athlete and on and off the court um i've always been really mindful at practice but now like i feel like She's giving me way more purpose. Like I'm not going to go to practice and waste my time. Like I'm spending time away from her. Like I want to take advantage of that. Um, and I also want to like make her proud and just set a good example. And it's cool to see now she's starting to mimic me more, which is also very scary. <laughs> um, like I never originally taught her how to pass a volleyball. She just, you know, started doing it herself, um, which was really cool. And like when I'm working out or lunging or anything she tries to copy all my moves so it's really cool um so i'm just trying to set a good example for her um but it's really hard yeah i bet <laughs> i think um especially that first year um she's not a great sleeper so maybe the past two years have been really hard yeah um but yeah she that first year is challenging because you're originally before like having kids it's like yeah i'm gonna be able to like go back out there do what I want to do. But there's so much like mentally behind being a mom aside from physically. Um, but yeah, just always like thinking about her, having her on the back of my mind, like trying to set up appointments and doing all these things. Just you, she's never off my mind. So it's really um, challenging in that way, but really cool to go to practice and like be fully present there. And um, yeah, just take care of business when I'm out working out and practicing. Yeah, that's um it sounds like a tough job for sure. Um, and I think, uh, I don't know, I see all the videos that you post with you like on the bike and she's sitting on the bike with you or yeah, you're doing lunges and she's mimicking you, which is I think so sweet. And yeah. it's cool to see from an outsider's perspective. But um, yeah, I can imagine that with the, the sleep issue too. And that's, yeah. <laughs> my mom told me I was a terrible sleeper. So um, sorry, mom. <laughs> but 
you know, yeah, yeah it's tough. It's aging me. <laughs> it really is. It's so hard. My favorite is when um, one of the practices, you had Cora on your back doing serve receive. Oh, yeah. And you do the towel, but you put Cora on your back and you're like, can't drop the baby. Don't yeah. Drop her. That was actually really hard. Yeah. It looked I, really, really tough. I thought I was going to like, I don't know, we we're going to knock heads or something at some point. Yeah. I was a little annoyed to start. I'm like, oh, I just really want to practice. But like after the fact, it was pretty cool to have her do that. And she loved it. And she loves watching that video that Dana caught on camera. Um, so <laughs> she, she watches a lot. It's really cute. Yeah. I mean, I, I love when she's um, approaching. You guys don't get to see this, but she makes a beeline for Betsy. It's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> um, and then chases in tow. He's like, all right. You know, he'll like, he'll pick her up and be like, no, we got to, we got to let mom do her thing and let her work. Um, and I get to see how focused you are during the practices. And then when she's there, your face just lights up and um, just capturing these really precious moments is awesome and get to share them with you in the world. Um, and then when you put her on your back, I was like, who is this woman? She is so strong. That is so awesome. Um, and I was like, maybe I pitched her the idea of potentially setting a GoPro on Cora and getting a POV <laughs> of Cora on mom's back and then just like going for it. But you did, that was only one video. I wasn't able to capture it sooner because she did a couple rounds of that, you guys, which was like amazing. Um, so mom's strength is real. Not, not recommended. <laughs> not recommended, but... But nevertheless, it, it was it was um, really cool to capture that and and seeing that and you know she's always coming back to you and she'll sit there and watch and she'll kick the soccer ball or the the volleyball like a soccer ball and then um, you know they'll they'll like switch off and Chase will might jump in but you know that's like at the end of practice but I think it's really awesome that you have Chase there also supporting you um, and then this weekend I was able to see just your tribe and your support group. And that was so cool. And they were so welcoming of me. Um, just someone with, you know, a camera in their arm, in, the, in their hands, just running around trying to capture as many videos as possible. I told her not to bring a camera. She told me not to bring a camera. And I was like, it's literally an extension of my body. I'm going to bring it. That's hard um, for you, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's either, you know, my phone or my camera. Yeah. I'm grateful you didn't listen. You got some cute videos. Yeah, so thank it was you. awesome. And photos, it was sick. Um, but let's talk a little bit about that, about, you know, your tribe and the people supporting you. Yeah. I mean, Chase is awesome. Right now we balance. Um, he works in the afternoon, so he has her all morning. Um, and I get everything I need to get done before two. And then we go switch off. Um, it's definitely hard on us. We don't get to see each other as often as we'd like, but it works really well for us right now. Um, it's hard not having family nearby. Mm -hmm. I think I saw it's like Number one mom hack is live near grandparents, and we're not doing that. <laughs> where, where your parents are in Arizona? Yes, and his are in Utah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But we're lucky they're like willing to help because obviously I'm traveling a lot, mm -hmm. and I did last year too. So um, his mom's able to come out and help. Uh, my mom's been able to help too. So uh, it, it's really important that we have those people in our corner for sure. Yeah. Um, we're grateful for that, and we have great friends here. Um, it's just hard. It's hard to ask for help. You know, um, especially as like an independent, strong woman. And my mom is like super independent. Um, so I watched that growing up and it's just it's hard to ask for help when you want to take it on and know that I can take it on. But like if I ask for help, it'd make my life a little easier. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're my tribe. My support system is awesome here. Yeah. I, I was able to see that firsthand. Got some soccer going yesterday. I was like, maybe she become a soccer player. And not a volleyball player. 
Make more money. Yeah, that would be tennis. 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 Yeah. Pickleball. Never know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're onto something. (laughs) Well, kind of going back to, I have a couple questions, but I wanted to ask about when you're on the road. How do you manage being away from Cora? Like, what's that like? Because obviously, you do both international FIVB and AVP. AVP, I would imagine you have family in certain spots, but when you go overseas, how do you deal with Alcora? Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Chase usually takes a week off work or we have someone help watch her. I would love for her to come along, but it's just, it's a lot of work and the time change. Um, But it's hard. I, lots of tears. I don't know. I, I mean, going there, like I'm super focused and like, I know she's in good hands and it's awesome for her to have like extra time with Chase and knowing like she's safe and healthy and protected and loved is the most important thing. So that's a great reminder. And then after the tournament's over, it's like, oh, I want to get home. I want to get home now. I want to change my flight. I want to, you know, find a way um, to be with them. So, um, I mean, we FaceTime a lot, but she loves pushing the red button. So <laughs> she, last that you guys, long. she pushed a red button on me. We were FaceTiming and she's just like, okay. I go, okay, but she click. thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> she laughs so hard. So I'm like, okay. I get to see her get lots of videos and that's that helps. But this year, like going for the Olympics will be probably a lot harder because we'll be traveling a lot more. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. What is your um, like, what are these next few months look like for you with the schedule and everything? Yeah, we're preseason mode. And right now we have the end of March. There's a challenger and an elite event in Mexico. And I haven't even looked what's past that. Just trying to like one month at a time, one yeah. at a time. We're yeah. kind of in this like learning phase at practice, which is nice. And eventually we'll ramp it up to like competing. So yeah, excited to get to that part. That's cool. I know. So for reference to um, you're playing with Julia Scholes, yes. who was my partner last season. Yeah. Thank you. No, <laughs> you know what? And this, I think this is one thing I think well, is thanks a, for yeah. your partner. <laughs> no, I mean, I think this is something really important to talk about because, you know, in our sport for people who don't know about beach volleyball is, the partnerships are they're kind of like relationships and so um you know we're not necessarily contractually obligated to play with somebody for so long it's kind of like hey let's get in the sand together let's try it out let's date like and uh and so with julia last year um me playing with her uh i mean i loved playing with her we had a great season but i knew that she was like destined for like bigger and better things and I didn't want to ever hold her back. And I knew, like, if an opportunity came up, like you asking her, you know, to get in the sand together to play in Australia, I was like, 100%. Like, you, I mean, obviously, you know, I knew she was going to take the opportunity, but I was like fully supportive of it. And so I know that you guys, um, you tried it out in Australia, right? And it, and it went well. And um, so I'm just, I'm happy for you guys. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for your team. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, she speaks highly of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, we tried out in Australia, but I told myself before, like whether we do really well or not really well, like it's kind of about learning who she is on the court and like in practice, because um, that's way more important. And sometimes the results don't show right away. Um, I mean, playing with Emily Day, I think early on we were we weren't very good, uh, but we stuck it out and we ended up being a really good team together. So I think there is value in that. Um so it was awesome to work with her and she's, as you know, like mentally tough and wants to get better and is hungry. Um, so it's awesome. And she's a great teammate and fun to play with and cares about who I am on and off the court. So yeah. that's really important, especially yeah. in this like 
this Olympic journey where, I mean, you want to win it all, but you can't win them all, right? Yeah. There's so many ups and downs and it's about the journey more than it is about like winning each tournament. Yeah. That's a really good mentality to have. So with the Easier journey, said than done. Oh, yeah. So with the journey, with the Olympics coming up, obviously there's a lot of teams that are going for it. How do you, I guess, were your goals kind of from obviously the big one? Do you work your way back? How are you setting goals along the way? What does that journey look like? Or are you just taking it day to day? Um, I mean, we have the big picture goal of obviously podium at the Olympics. Um, but again, like that's that's not helpful. Like we want to get better now. And um, I think it's just we're going to keep reevaluating from where we are, but we're going to play in a ton of tournaments and again, try to keep that perspective of the long game. Like we want to win each tournament and we want to continue to grow as a team. Uh, we're still fairly new, so we have a lot to learn about each other. And I think we can still get a ton better from where we are right now. Um, so that's the most important thing. Um, it's hard to, you know, it's easy to lose sight of that when there's an Olympic race and there's points and you're like kind of watching that. So I think it'll be good to check in with each other and with our coaches and figure out like where we need to be and um, yeah, where to put our focus each day. I have a question for you guys. Anyone can answer this. I don't know anything about this type of stuff, especially at a professional athlete level. How, like what sorts of activities do you come with, come up with some sort of team bonding or team building activity um, when you, you know, when you start a new partnership or like, and same thing in, in the same context here. Do you also continue to build on that relationship throughout the year? How, like, how does that work? Yeah, I mean, I think um, from my personal um, experience, when you're on the road together a lot, you're obviously spending a lot of time together, so you're really getting to know them. And um, I mean, I think for me, it's just I've gotten closer to my partners the more tournaments and travel tournaments that I've done with them. Um, I like to meet up for coffee mm -hmm. and, you know, Shoot the shit. I mean, I guess we can say that here. Whoa. <laughs> beep. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll bleep, bleep that. But yeah, I, you know, just um, get to name. I mean, I think it's it's also important to kind of have this, you know, like if you're playing with somebody who's like one of your really good friends, you still have to have that boundary of like separating business from um, all that. But yeah, I think that's my personal experience of what, when I've gotten to be closer with my partner. Yeah, same. Just kind of developing that relationship off the court whether it's like having dinner or going to the farmer's market or doing something like that <laughs> together. Um, it goes a long way than just being on the court 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you guys spend a lot of time with one another, right? Yeah. You do practice. You have to schedule practice. You are in the gym together. You are on the flights, the hotel rooms, you're in a relationship. It's, it's 24 seven. And especially what you're trying to do, Betsy, to go for the Olympics. My mic off and on. There, there we go. go. Yeah. I mean, to do it for the Olympics, you're going to spend a lot of time with Julia. So I would imagine there's a lot of team bonding. Um, and I'm sure, how do you manage balance or space? What does that look like? I mean, obviously, we're in preseason right now. So, and I guess in the past, how have you managed to find your time? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I feel like I'm thinking back with like M Day. I feel like we're good about like if we weren't doing like our film or talking volleyball like maybe she was reading or I was like scrolling or, <laughs> you know like um, you on TikTok with Gina's <laughs> you know I'm not on TikTok uh, but we kind of like quietly kind of do something on your own or 
even like stay an extra time in the lobby to like read or do something or make a phone call. Um, I've not had like a problem with it in the past. It's been just easy to come by. Um, but yeah, it's important to like have that space because I, I like space. I, I can get overwhelmed with one person, you know, for a long time. Um, maybe like most people, but I'm introverted. So I like my own space. I recharge like by myself more than like being in social settings. So it's important for me to have that time. That's relatable for sure. Yeah. Is Chase similar? Is he introvert? He's extroverted. Oh yeah. That's so funny. Cause Eric's the same way. He like always wants his friends around someone around yeah. and it's, I just go to my, the bedroom. Like I'm peace out. I'm yeah. going to be by myself. That's interesting. Yeah. What about Cora? Is she social butterfly? I can't hear you. She is. She is. Yeah. But I, you never know. You yeah. Know, and as time goes by, but. For sure. Yeah. She's gone through phases where she's like attached and a little bit, you know, takes time to warm up. But. Yeah. Yeah. She's very friendly <laughs> with most people. Yeah. I liked your, um, the other day you made a nice little charcuterie for her. <laughs> <laughs> with with your go macro right yeah, yeah we yep shout out macro bars um <laughs> no i made a little kid charcuterie board because i'm trying to get her to eat something after a nap because she gets really hangry but then she doesn't want to eat so i'm like oh i'll make it look fancy and she just ate the chocolate chips off <laughs> the apples and peanut butter and so i was like okay that was a fail and i ended up eating it at like 9 p.m after i cleaned everything um so yeah i was just trying to be creative and it didn't work Mom That's fail. okay. I uh, I know you also, there were some times when you were trying to get Chase, right, to eat different <laughs> food. And those videos were my favorite because his face, every time he'd taste it, he'd be like, what is this? Like, what am I eating? So I got to bring him back. Yes, I think so. It's been a while. I feel like that was during COVID or before Cora. I would like sneak pepper, like a bell pepper <laughs> on his pasta or something. You got to bring back uh, Monday mishaps too because you video every practice consistently. Which is something that I admire. Uh, you gotta bring that back. Okay. People want that segment back. Yeah. What What is Monday mishaps for people who don't know? Well, when something funny happens at practice, like you hand set a ball through your hands, or I don't know, trip on a line. I've had some really funny ones. <laughs> I think when I was first with M Day, one of our first practices, like we had a crazy rally, and she tripped on the sideline, and it was hilarious. She fell, and I ended up posting it, and Chase was like. Betsy, you guys just got together. Like, she's going to dump you. <laughs> That's really funny. But we made it three years together. I, I mean, I, th I don't know. I think um, we're just really excited for what's going to come for you this year. And I think, you know, getting the perspective of being a mom, it's not easy as, you know, I mean, obviously none of us are, but we can empathize and um, it's really admirable what you do and what you're doing and, um, it's not easy by any means. So, yeah, but it's also amazing too. Right, so right. It's, it's hard. It's like, I feel like on social media, you see like the happy, like maybe easy side, like you think you have it all together. But I don't know if any mom has it all together. <laughs> maybe that's just my perspective. I do not. It might appear that way, but it's, it's a challenge, but it's also really rewarding. Yeah. Um, so I hope that like other people can look in and kind of see like, oh, this is possible. I can still start a family and chase my dream and do what I want to do. Like I've had to reprioritize things. Um, like I was coaching at LMU and I started coaching again. I was on maternity leave for a while. And then the girls came back when she was about six months old and it was just really hard. 
the time like I was spending with them and all the film sessions, like I absolutely loved it except that I, I was not, I was taken away from Cora. Um, and so that was really, really hard and a hard decision to step away from that. But it's been awesome to just focus on being an athlete first. Um, well, a mom first and an athlete. Um, um, Dr. Gervais, I was listening to his podcast one time and he talked about like someone asked him like, oh, um, you know, how do you balance in life? And he's like, I don't think that there's any, I don't think you can balance. Like, I don't think that's a real thing. Like, cause obviously things come up and you can't plan accordingly, whatever. Um, he's like, I just try to be like present in whatever moment I'm in, whatever I'm doing. So, um, yeah, I think that's, you know, I'm sure that maybe you can resonate with that, but yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I was thinking more on, I know you had some, sent some questions over about like values, um, yeah. as a mom. And one of them is like being present. Um, and it's really hard when like, I want to cook something or I'm cleaning something or I want to, I just want to look at my phone or something, you know, um, but just reminding myself, like, I want to be present and be there with her and to like put my phone away because she's watching my every move. Um, so she's pretty soon going to be picking up the phone and probably just staring at it because we do that all the time. So I'm just trying to be mindful about like being present, being like with her while we're playing. And this is also why I don't respond to texts or calls right away. Um, but that's one of the like main values I have. And, and also gratitude. I've been trying to practice with her. Like we walk outside, I'm like, that's a beautiful day. Like I'm, I'm grateful for this, the sun that's out. I'm grateful for our bodies that can move. Um, cause I know she's not repeating it now, but at some point she'll be listening and hearing that and, um, kind of same thing before bed. I like repeat, like, like a little mantra, like I am strong, I'm kind, I'm brave, I'm determined. And like, kind of give her examples of when she was brave that day. Um, and I know she's like kind of falling asleep, but sometimes it gets her to calm down. So I know she's listening. So that's pretty cool. That's really cool. What are your core values as far as a competitor? Are they kind of the one and the same or? Definitely similar, like the gratitude part, um, which is hard. I mean, on the court, I'm not thinking about how grateful I am. <laughs> um, I mean, definitely hard work, which I think most pro athletes, like that's a given. Um, but like intensity is a big one, like bringing the intensity every day in practice because that's like how we compete. That's how I want to train so I can continue to get better in that realm and not like just ramping it up in competition, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and then another one would be like problem solving and, um, you know, the game is always different. You're not going to win all the games. I wish we could. Um, so there's always a challenge to be solved and just taking the time to like communicate with my partner and strategize and figure out like, how are we going to win this game? Where did you learn how to problem solve? Is there someone, <laughs> That may have taught you that or all oh, my, that up? Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I mean, definitely coaching and John Mayer is awesome. You got to work with him. He's always trying to like get better himself as a coach, which is incredible. I think a lot of coaches, they want to make us players better and he is, but like in turn, he's like learning how to give feedback properly, how to like teach a skill and how to problem solve and help athletes become like more independent and not rely on a coach um, and his game his his coaching game has changed like and evolved over the years so it's really cool that I got to be a part of that and witness it um, that he's just trying to better himself as a coach and it's it, it affected my game for sure did you enjoy working with John 
I loved working with John there. Yeah. You, you learn a lot in your game? Or? I learned a lot. And I feel like we've practiced against each other. I mean, Gina and I, we've practiced against you for so long. And just like after working with John and seeing it now, it's like, oh, this is why Betsy does this. Or like this, this is why certain drills are designed this way. Like she's working on stuff. She's trying to play the game in many different shapes and forms. And it's very like it almost was like a light bulb moment for me of like, oh, I understand what she's trying to do. But then it's like, because I feel like sometimes other players, they don't understand what like what's happening or how to problem solve. It doesn't come naturally for a lot of players. But I think you definitely have mastered that craft. And it's been so fun to watch. Um, and I'm very excited to see where you can go this season with Julia. And yeah, I think it's just been you are definitely someone that I've looked up to, and I call you the sniper of the tour because <laughs> you have, like, the most lethal serve ever, and it's just every time I'm in server save, I'm like, all right, hard helmet's on. I never know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, offline, it's going to come this way. But, I mean, you have really, you know, worked on your craft, and it definitely shows, and we are so happy to have you on our podcast here. Thank you. So I wanted to give you that plug. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. awesome. Yeah. yeah, go for it. I, I was just grateful that you started this podcast and yeah. um, for what you do, like trying to empower women and give us a platform to share our stories and um, to get our names out there. I think it's incredible. So I appreciate it. And I'm excited for where this podcast is going to go. Yeah. And yeah. This is awesome. No, thank you. I mean, you, first of all, I think your video was the first uh, Buzzle Media video that I posted that was like a hype hard cut. I think, well, there was one that I did with um, my friend Kat for boxing, but yours was the first um, volleyball one. And just so you guys know, um, I met Betsy, I met you in Arizona. That was the first time I met you. And I was just so shy and scared. And I was like, Joe's like, just just go say hi to her. Just go say hi to her. And I was like, no, I'm so scared. She's with Cora because, you know, I, I knew her from Instagram. And I was like, she's in the zone. I don't know if I should do this. And Joe's like, just do it. So I went over and I introduced myself. And then then it was funny because um, I took a poll about running. <laughs> I like to tell this story because Betsy, she'll do cardio and running and stuff. But she, she told me that um, unless she has to do it, she's just going to not do it. You know, no, you're I not, mean, I'm going to do it, but, but like, it's not enjoyable. Yeah, it's like not enjoyable. I'm doing it to die and to get in shape. I'm not there to like start a run club. It was funny because I took a poll and I was like, does anyone want to start a buzzle media or a buzzle run club? And she was the only person that voted no. <laughs> no I would have voted no. <laughs> you. Yeah, no. It no, was just so funny. Don't run. No. Do short distances. We do sprints. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're going to count that, I, but. Mm. I was talking about like Miss Gold for like four mile runs. Or yeah, something. No. no. See, I'm out. I so won't then, even do a mile. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I, I reached out to her and I was like, I can't believe you voted no. Also, can we work together? I would love to work <laughs> together. And she's like, yeah. Well, what do you what do you have in mind? And I'm like, let's let's do something here. Um and yeah, she you invited me into your practice in your in your routine, and and um, it was so great. And with any athlete that I work with, I try to build a relationship and get to know them a little bit better. Um, fun fact: not only does Betsy Flint love pita chips, she's a huge fan. I'm gonna I'm gonna always gonna bring it up. She's like, you're a huge fan of Jay Z. I do love Jay Z. Can Whoa, we? Okay, that's a fun let's, fact. Let's talk about the Jay Z. I went to Jay-Z Beyonce there it is, yeah. front row in Poland with M-Day 
No way. No. When was this? What year? This was, I think, 2019, maybe. And wow. it was incredible. We were on like friends and family because Emily knew like Jay-Z's designer at the time and they happened to be there at the same time. So we went to H&M and we shopped for clothes <laughs> and no one knew we were sp- where we we're supposed to sit because it said F and F and they're like, I don't know what that section is. And that's awesome. that's amazing. And that's I knew, like goals. I knew goals. way more Jay-Z than I knew Beyonce. And it was my only concert I've ever been to. That's Oh, wow. wow. Well, you just set the bar really high. I know. <laughs> Yeah, so when I asked, I was like, what's the type of music you like? She's like, well, I do like Jay-Z. And I was like, shut up, really? <laughs> I did not expect that. And I was like, this is going to be fun. And so we just built from there. And um, I really enjoyed telling your stories through, you know, social media and stuff. And thank you for trusting me to tell your stories. Of course. Yeah, because I usually am like, you guys know. Just I did send you a video yesterday because I was like, I was so frustrated with the video that I was trying to work on for you. Um but i'm sure it was incredible yeah it was good it was like four versions i did four versions of that and i was so frustrated because i couldn't i couldn't yeah i'm a little ocd that way so i try to you know fit the music to the athlete that i'm working with so i'm really glad that you chose jay-z it's a i mean i love a bang a good banger yeah good music we got to get a slow-mo of betsy servant with the jay-z oh yeah i, could, I have so many we got a lot of slow mo. Yeah, just a ton. actually, I was watching one of the slow mo serves, and I was like, "Man, I've got to no. change my form." No, <laughs> no, seriously, I was like, "Oh, I've got to get back to loading faster." Problem so thank solved. you, yeah, thank well, you, appreciate it. That's not my intention, but I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just so funny because I told her, I, I go, I have so much footage of you, I could literally do a documentary on you, let's and I would it. love to do it. Let's go. Yeah, let's start traveling. Okay, travel vlog documentary. Telling you any tr- sponsors right now to help <laughs> <laughs> anybody, Mizuno, Mizuno, where are you at? I get, I sent you guys a DM. <laughs> no, that that would be that would be fun. But um, yeah, thanks for trusting me with it. That's awesome. And Cora videos, those are the best. Yeah, she's just gonna grow up to be a, a soccer player. I bet probably. I I don't care. <laughs> Whatever she loves and makes <laughs> makes more money. Than <laughs> <laughs> Do you plan on playing in um, any of the AVP tournaments? Of course. Do we have a schedule? Do we? I don't know. Not yet. Just uh, no. Yeah. Just the, just the first we event. I know the first event. Yeah. Just mid March. Yeah. But you're going to be in Mexico. Uh, yeah. We haven't decided yet. So. Okay. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Stay tuned. I'll let you know <laughs> when I do. When we yeah when we have more of a better idea. Yeah. Do you miss coaching? Yes. I mean, I miss, I miss the girls. I miss the relationships and I mean, it helps my own game, like learning all these things. Um, I just wish I had more time to do it. Would you post career, would you go back into coaching or do something different? Probably. Yeah, I probably would. I really enjoyed being John's assistant though. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I want to be ahead. I'm a great assistant. <laughs> Hopefully John thought so. <laughs> I should not say that. <laughs> <laughs> but the responsibilities you have as a head coach are a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. What do you look for in a coach? Um, that's a really good question. Um, someone who's definitely had experience and I mean is bought in and cares about us, not just there to like make some money. Mm-hmm. Um, that they have knowledge of the game. They love watching film. And yeah, they're direct and able to like communicate like feedback. Mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watching, I didn't know very much about John and watching him. I'm like, man, this guy's, he's like really soft spoken and he's, he's very direct. And from what I've seen, he's always like telling you and Julia, talk through it, talk through it, talk through it, communicate, which is something I've never seen really happen before. I've seen a lot of athletes will turn to their coach and say, Hey, this is, you know, I didn't like to set here or, you know, the past was bad there, whatever. And he's just like, talk through it, turn around and talk to your partner. I'm not your partner. Yeah. He's big on problem solving, which is really important in our sport because we don't have a coach next to us all the time mm -hmm. for AVPs. You know, they're able to be a little bit more vocal, but still like, you don't want to like intervene too much. You want to like kind of let the flow of the match happen and not, we don't want to be looking over at the bench the whole time. Like, Oh, what do I do? Like being able to make our own decisions is super important. Um, and then internationally, no coach is allowed on. So it's just me and Julia mm -hmm. trying to find out, figure out how to win. Yeah. Um, so it's a really important skill to have. Yeah. How do you take care of your your mental health, wins, losses, anything like that? That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we do have a sports psychologist we work with, which is awesome, mm -hmm. um, through USA. And that's a huge help. Um Watching film really helps like the matches you don't want to watch are the ones you got to watch. So watching those matches so you can learn from it and then like get over it is really helpful for me. The less like if I wait to watch it, I hang on to it for way too long, have a hard time sleeping, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So watching the match so I can move on. And then when we go to a new city, like forgetting about what happened the last tournament, even if you won, like no one cares. It's about what tournaments ahead. Um, so that's been really helpful. Do you have any pregame rituals? I like to say I'm not superstitious, yeah. but I'm very superstitious. Really? <laughs> what about like routines? Like is there something you have to eat every time or every breakfast? Not really. It's just like if things are working, you don't want to change the routine, you know? That's fair. There's nothing. Yeah. Um, Who no, do you, do what's like your walkout? What's your, like um, a playlist you listen to? Because you mentioned Jay-Z. Like is there one song that gets you is, hype? Julia made fun of me because I'm still on Pandora. <laughs> the, we need to make the switch. With the ads? With the ads. <laughs> so I have a curated, nice. you know, pop and hip hop power workout. That's my curated oh, station. It's a, a good one. But no, I've I got to get better at Spotify because Pandora doesn't work internationally. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. When we were at USA, uh, Betsy connected her uh, her phone to the Bluetooth. You guys, I didn't feel like recording. I just wanted to start dancing. It was, it was some really great jams. Pandora. So good. Bangers after bangers. I'm telling you guys. I mean, if I needed a DJ, I would call you up. Thank you. Wow. DJ Betsy. I don't know music that well, so I would not be a good DJ. <laughs> just let uh, Pandora do its job. I wanted to ask... Um, What's your why and has it changed over the years? Because I feel like that question kind of gets thrown out to a lot of us. Um, but yeah, I wanted to put it on you. What was your why and has it, how has it changed? Yeah, and I, that's super important because it goes back to like the goals. Like you want to be winning all these tournaments, but what's going to keep you going is the why because there's so many ups and downs. Um, for me now it's I mean it's definitely changed I want to like empower and inspire young athletes and young women um obviously to be the best they can at their craft and to chase their dreams and know that they can start a family and have kids while doing that 
Um, and then also like for me, why I compete is like my dad passed away before I was born. And when I compete, it brings out traits of him. And I, like, I didn't know this until like my family would tell me stories, like how similar I am to him, like when I'm on the court competing. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my why and keeps me going when things are hard. Didn't know that about you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing. That's yeah. special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you know anything? No, I mean, that's, yeah, I was touched my heart. You know, <laughs> I didn't know that either. Um, I guess we're going to end it with, um, how do you take a bet on yourself? Yeah, that's tough. Um, like how have I taken a bet on myself? Yep. I think getting pregnant, like I was, I'd always, you know, thought about it. Like we wanted kids like fairly young and I was just scared, like physically, like will I be able to jump? Will I be able to play? Like, am I just ruining my career? Um, so I definitely bet on myself and, having Cora and obviously took a lot of hard work and there's a lot of self-doubt and things that came with that coming back. Um, but it paid off and I feel like now I'm better because I'm a mom and like there's more clarity and yeah, I just feel like I'm a better athlete and maybe even a better person now that I'm a mom. Um, so yeah, that's how I bet on myself and it's paid off. That's awesome. I love cool. that. Yeah, that was yeah, so that was good. good. Yeah, soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. I, I hope it. you enjoyed thank yourself. You. I did. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry for the fumes. This went uh, fast. <laughs> you guys, yeah, it's it's already been an hour, uh, but I, yeah, we're we're just figuring stuff out here. So thank you for for being patient with us and the lighting situation and the microphone. And this is not my mic, so it's for the no, record. No one will ever know. <laughs> just cut it out. Just cut it out. <laughs> Unless you make a blooper reel, but yeah. yes. which would be great. That would you be should. Too. Maybe start doing that. Oh, good reality. I mean, it's the reality of yeah. tech and podcasting. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you. I love you. I care about you and Cora and Chase. And um, thank you for inviting me in your life. Um, yeah. This you is guys. this was awesome. And um this is the bit on her podcast. Until next time. You guys can say something. Ooh. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you normally do? And cut. Cut. <laughs> <laughs>